Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to the start of a brand new week here on In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary, and I am still Jerry Brooks, your host, your tour guide through the alternate universe, which is Joe Biden's America, as well as the baby-faced assassin for all things conservative for free speech, freedom of thought, and every other constitutional freedom that I can find. Before we get into today's fun, as always, you can reach us by email with comments and questions at inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can go to our fun and always improving website, inblackandright.net. We have some new merchandise in our online store, that's pretty cool looking. I'm going to be getting some myself and start wearing it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And as well, we are still starting our preliminary process of getting ready for the Lone Star Tour. We are heading to Big D, Dallas, Texas, the first week of August for CPAC, Texas. It's going to be a, it's going to be a hoot, and we're going to be getting into more of that as the summer progresses but ladies and gentlemen i hope you had yourselves a good weekend but today we are going to have some fun we're going to have some fun today and i'm hoping that you will enjoy just the craziness and the sheer and utter panic that is going on amongst the radical militant left not just over the Supreme Court draft opinion of Roe v. Wade, but other things as well. Uh, and believe me, you're, when you listen to some of the stories that I found today, and, and a lot of them are from Breitbart, uh, Breitbart News, you're just going to go, what? Are, are you serious? Well, I'm serious, and it is funny, but it's also really tragic that a lot of these people have real political power and influence over essentially trying to ruin our lives and that's pretty scary I mean the late great Rush Limbaugh used to say it quite well to demonstrate absurdity by being absurd and let's start with today's, our, our first entry into the theater of the absurd. Yes, my friends, it's gonna, we're going to start with the new minister of truth, the Tsarina of misinformation, Nina Jankowicz. Now, this girl is a mess, and anybody who knows anything about her and actually has fair-mindedness and an actual brain knows that this woman is a one of a growing number of leftists who are essentially psychiatric evaluations in search of patients now this is from uh, <coughs> from Breitbart and apparently she, 
Nina Jankowicz apparently has been lying, but hey, she is the minister of disinformation and she's going to head the stupid board. But yep, apparently she's been claiming that liberals are being censored on social media more often than conservatives. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have a real hard time today not busting a gut laughing when I see some of this. I mean, this is from Breitbart News from today, May 9th. Man, okay, I mean, now, I know Nina Jankowitz is just a mess, but to make a whopper, to tell a fish, to tell a fish story like that, I just crack up. I do. <laughs> I mean, hey, Nina, honey, have you heard of this little thing called Twitter? How about Facebook? How about YouTube? Hmm? All three of those social media platforms have done more deplatforming of conservatives over the months and years than anybody. I mean, can you tell me, uh, Ms. Jankowitz, what leftists have been censored off of any of those three platforms? Name me some. Because if you're going to make such a asinine and ridiculous statement like that you better bring the receipts honey you better bring the receipts otherwise i'm going to laugh at you and call you the liar that you are i mean seriously liberals being censored on social media social media <laughs> oh my goodness really then uh, then, then please explain to me President Trump. He got, he got kicked off of Twitter permanently. He hasn't been on Facebook. Nothing that he's done I don't see too often on any other social media platform that's run by a, a California leftist. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and this woman expects to be taken seriously as the Minister of Truth, the Disinformation Governance Board Chairwoman? <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy me. That is a full-on crack-up. I mean, this is just the beginning, folks. This is only the beginning. There is more. There is absolutely more of this but I want to take a slight turn before we get back to the the circus of the ridiculous now of course right now over the weekend and I hope all you wonderful moms had a great Mother's Day I really do and I hope that you and especially for those mama bears who are out there fighting for the culture fighting for your kids God bless each and every one of you but the same fascist, authoritarian, militant, feminist, leftist, whatever you want to call them. I mean, they're just plain straight from the pit of hell. Who went to churches over the weekend and protested. I mean, all you could do, ladies, is just yell, scream, hold up your signs, flip people the bird, and drop F-bombs. 
I mean, boring. Boring. I mean, you've been, y'all, you, you can't come up with something different after 50 years? I mean, you've all, there's already been these protests in Virginia where some of the justices live. I mean, they did it outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home. I mean, they doxed the six more conservative members. But thank God, thank God, there's still at least one courageous voice. And that would be, and it's no surprise to me when I found this out, Justice Clarence Thomas. God bless you, Justice Thomas. And Justice Thomas actually told the gathering, I mean, it seems that he's out, um, he's still out speaking uh, at various things uh, and events. None of the others, uh, none of the other justices seem to, but uh, Justice Thomas was speaking to the Judicial Conference of the 11th Circuit uh, just a few days ago. And this was in Georgia. And Clarence Thomas is from the great state of Georgia. I believe he's originally from Savannah, right there on the coast. But Justice Thomas clearly stated, and I quote, we can't be an institution that can be bullied to, into, give, into giving you the outcomes you want. Amen. Amen, Justice Thomas. He's once again proven why he is the great jurist that he is. And for all the protests that have happened at the Supreme Court, for the pro-life and the pro-abortion activists who seem to be out there in the streets yelling at each other and attacking each other, at least the pro-abortion crowd is attacking them. I mean, these people, and I'm, I've said it before, I say it again, they are energized by hell. They are absolutely energized by hell. And if they seem to think, and frankly, in Virginia, these crazed, deranged, unhinged militant feminists who are going out to the homes of these justices at least in the Commonwealth of Virginia, it's illegal to do it. It's against state law. But the cops aren't doing anything. So, frankly, uh, for the police there in that part of Virginia, I'm sorry, but if you're not going to do your jobs and uphold state law, considering you, who you have for a governor, lieutenant governor, and an attorney general, Sorry, I can't give you my support if you're, not, if you're going to be so afraid to do your job because they're just, oh, they're, just because they're feminists, I mean, psycho-feminists, abort, I mean, how much sense does it make to go through all of that rigmarole and falderall with the screaming, the yelling, the protested churches, the attacking of pro-life organizations and pro-life people. I mean, what, I mean, does it make any sense? I mean, why are you fighting so hard to kill a baby? And don't tell me it's a woman's right to choose. My body, my choice. 
Y'all didn't say jack squat for the last two plus years over these vaccine and mask mandates, but when it comes to killing a baby, oh my goodness, y'all are there and y'all are just mad and foaming at the mouth. I'm not going to be nice about this because these are people that cannot be reasoned with and if police and other law enforcement agencies are not going to do their job and protect the public to protect innocent people whose lives could easily be threatened by these people because they don't give a damn the depravity of the left is going to be seen in ways we haven't seen in years if not decades just be ready i've told people be ready be ready be ready be ready because this is what we're getting now before the court has ruled because they're trying to you know intimidate and manipulate the justices but should the high court in its final decision send Roe v. Wade back to the states, which is probably, which is what should have happened 50 years ago to begin with, oh, trust me, the summer is going to be a whole new level of nuts. It's going to be a whole new level of nuts. And Chuck Schumer, who threatened Brett Kavanaugh a few sh couple short years ago, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't unless you can get the votes to impeach him, which you don't have, there's not a damn thing you can do. Not a thing you can do, schmucky chucky. And besides, you better watch your six anyway because AOC might be coming after you. But no. And, and to add to the complete and total goofiness, and the complete disconnect from reality. Fancy Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, just went 50 shades of nuck and thoughts. She just went hysterical and way off the rails. She's saying that the GOP wants murder charges for abortion. I mean, th that is not a joke, folks. That is not a joke. And just in a letter that she uh, wrote to her fellow Democrats, and I quote part of this in the article that you can find on Newsmax, with this draft ruling striking down the nearly 50-year-old precedent of Roe v. Wade and undermining the constitutional right to privacy, which is not even constitutionally close, Republicans would, whip, would rip away women's right to make the most intimate and personal decisions. I'm like, no, that's a lie, Nancy. That's a damn lie. Not just a lie, but a damn lie. If Roe v. Wade is struck down on the federal level, it will go back to the states. Okay, so that's a lie right you know, this whole, oh, it's going to be terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Ah. Oh, give it a rest, Nancy. You're about to lose your speakership in a few months. And yet, you want to go around thinking that, oh, by spreading all this hyper hyperbole, I mean, hyperbolic rhetoric that's just way in orbit. 
which is completely, completely detached from reality and the constitutional truth. It's going to go to the states. And yet, you know, now, I mean, I don't even know why she's getting all PO'd. Her home state of California is going to become a sanctuary for women who want to kill their babies. There's also, you can throw in all, the whole West Coast. Oregon, Washington, uh, oh my gosh, Illinois, New York. Any blue state that's out there is going to welcome these women to come and kill their babies. But there's already 13 states where a ban is going to go into effect should Roe versus Wade get overturned and sent back to the states. Now, this whole righteous, she even supported righteous anger. I'm like, excuse me, Nancy Pelosi and righteous should never be used in the same sentence. Never. This woman is not even close to what, you know, has an, an unmitigated gall to use the term righteous anger. She's not even that great of a Catholic. And talking to my Catholic friends, oh my gosh, there's enough, there's been a fight and a debate between archdioceses that, you know, that, they, that she should even be, be served communion. The Eucharist, which is very important to Catholics. And yet the same thing with Biden. He's not much of a Catholic either, at least according to some. But yet, apparently, there are the Pope and some bishops and cardinals and all that don't want to get into it because it's just too political. I said, this has nothing to do with politics. It has to deal with people's souls. But I'm not Catholic, so I'm not an expert on this. But frankly, there is, there, it's, it's bad enough with Protestants. I have never... In, there is no such thing as a pro-choice pastor. There is no such thing. And if there is, get out of that church immediately. Do a 180 and leave and don't even let, don't even let the door hit you. Just get out of there. I mean, so the religious left, which does exist, is, has no problem with this. And it's really annoying. And the unmitigated gall that they have to call themselves Christian. I said, I don't know what Bible you've been reading, buddy, but it's, but it's messed up. It's like, well, how dare you? How dare you? It's like, how dare you? I'm not the one who's going to, I'm not the one who's going to have to answer to God for this train wreck. That's going to be, that's the only solace I can take is that I'm not going to be the one that they have to answer to. All this woke Christianity crap, it will implode on its own or it will explode and make one heck of a mess. I don't know which, but one way or another, it will not stand. It, it just won't stand. So that's another real fun one. Oh, and... Uh, <laughs> Oh, here's another one. Uh, another uh, highly detached, highly deranged and delusional person. Now, Karine Jean-Pierre, 
who is the incoming White House Secretary after Peppermint Patty leaves this Friday, which is her last day. Now, this woman who's taking her place is essentially a black version of her, of, of Jen Psaki. So, yeah, and she's another real mess because as a black woman who I've you know, since we're all into diversity and, you know, got all the check marks. If you don't, you got a problem. And she made the most inane statement that absolutely, well, it ticks me off as a black American. It does. Now, she made the statement if you're not white, male, straight, or wealthy, there is a target on your back. I'm like, uh, girlfriend, seriously, keep your big mouth shut. Do not speak for me. I mean, yeah, I'm not white, but I am male. I am straight. I mean, I'm not wealthy, at least not in the material sense. But there's no target on my back because of that. It's not. If you want to be... Karine Jean-Pierre has one thing that Jen Psaki never did. She could be, she can play the race card better than Jen Psaki. That's for sure. She can be a race baiter. That's for sure. Better than Psaki ever could, just by virtue of the fact that she has a better suntan than Jen Psaki. I mean, she doesn't have red hair. But, you know, she's, she's got the, you know, kind of almost got the dreadlock thing going. But <clears throat> anyway, I think it's just ridiculous. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre actually worked as an activist uh, for MoveOn.org. Now, that right there is, okay, yeah, love that. That's fun. And yet, here she is working in the num well, now she's going to be the spokesperson for the President of the United States. Well, at least the acting president, because there's nothing legitimate about Biden. I won't call him, I, I'm not, no, I'm not going to call him president. I don't, but this is just really sad to me. Really, really, truly sad that she would have to do this from the podium of the White House to somehow tr playing the victim card, playing the race card. I'm thinking to myself, ah, uh, no. No, 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 no. I mean, and she is also lesbian. You know, she is apparently the partner of Suzanne Malveaux, who works for CNN. So, but that's not the point. It's not about her sexual preference. It's about the fact that she's black and tries to speak for other blacks. Do not speak for me, honey. Don't do it. I can't stand it. I am not going to go around in spite of everything that I've gone through, especially in the last five years with health issues, financial issues, having to move really from one side of the country to the other 
but I refuse to be a victim and I will not let people like Karine Jean-Pierre ever, and I mean ever, try to define me. I can do that all by myself, thank you. I can speak for myself. I can think for myself. I can stand up for myself. I do not need people like that to tell me that I am a victim just because I happen to have a better suntan than most of my friends. I hate that. I find it disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And it offends me to the core of my being. My family, who is Southern, I am a fifth generation Southerner. I was never, ever, ever taught, not by my mother, not by my grandparents. And both of, and all of them survived Jim Crow. They were born into it. They grew up in it. But they never, ever taught me or my sister to ever be victims. Because we are not victims. We are not going around being hunted. I'm certainly not. And as a black man, I mean, if you believe what the media tells you, that the police are going after black folks, black men, young black men, every day. They're hunting them down for sport. No. No. No and no. Nobody talks about black-on-black -black crime. No, not too many people that I know. And if anybody ever tries to, it's, they just kind of want to play it like CRT. Oh, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Well, uh, I seem to remember a very smart black woman by the name of Winsome Sears, who is the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, who went on CNN and took the reporterette and absolutely dismantled her. And, she, and Winsome Sears brought the receipts. And she took it right straight at CNN which only made me love that woman even more than I do. She's not a victim. And with so many, I mean, there's been a substantial increase in black candidates, black Republican candidates, conservative candidates. They're not victims either. We're fi they figured it out. They don't live that way. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And the beautiful thing about a lot of black conservatives is that they are people of faith as well. The Bible does not teach anybody to be a victim, especially blacks. I'm, I, and I don't know how in the Sam hell do we ever get woke Christianity because I'm sick of it. If I have to deal with another virtue signaling Christian white guy, I will punch him in the face because I am sick of it. I am sick of being placated. I'm sick of them coming in with this, oh, well, you, we want to understand you. It's like, really? If you really want to understand me, y'all need to sit down, have a Prozac, and shut up and learn something because I am not and will never be a victim. Not until, and, and I won't be that way until the day I die 
and I get to go home and be with Jesus. I'm tired of it. And with Corinne Jean-Pierre making such, I, I mean, it's like, I don't know, is this, this is a very typical election year ploy and strategy by the Democrats. And somehow to think that the whole thing with Roe v. Wade is going to somehow energize the Democrat vote, I said, it might for some, but I think more people are going to be concerned about things like inflation, the price of gas, the price of food, the price of housing. Are store shelves going to be empty because we keep hearing about impending food shortages? We have still supply chain issues. And not just so much getting stuff to ports, but the fact that the trucking industry is having to spend all kinds of money on diesel fuel because diesel is not cheap. And I know enough truck drivers, long-haul truck drivers, who are just absolutely happy that they don't have to pay for their own fuel because if they were independents, they would be out of business. They would be out of business because of the price of fuel. And in a related story, the gasoline misery index, which I never had heard of. I mean, I knew of the misery index, but I never heard of one specifically for gasoline. But, <clears throat> but anyway, apparently now, because of the gasoline misery index, Americans and non-truck drivers because the because truck drivers are having to you know deal with diesel costs or at least the companies they work for but just average drivers are spending over 700 more dollars per year for gas 700 over 700 dollars per year more let's go Brandon yeah and no, it's not because of Vladimir Putin. I mean, get real. If anything, because Europe are such goofballs, jerks, and moral cowards, they're still, they're financing the Russian war machine. Because countries like France, Germany especially, and other European nations are still buying cheap Russian natural gas. The ruble, which was supposed to be collapsed by the Biden administration, that went the way of the dinosaur and it blew up in its face. Now the ruble is at a higher exchange rate than it's ever been. Plus, on top of that, Russian revenues are doubling because of the sale of natural gas to all these European countries. So please, give me a break. Just give me a break, folks. You know, please stop. I mean, if you're believing what the media is telling you that this was all caused by Putin, thank God at least a healthy majority of Americans don't buy it. They don't buy it, and I'm glad they don't buy it. Holy cow. But this is how unhinged, deranged, delusional the militant left has become 
This is what we're having to fight. And yes, you're going to have to fight at the ballot box come November, but also for the primaries. We are still in primary season, and there's key primaries that are coming up in the month of May, Georgia being one of them. So yeah, this is going to be interesting to see what happens in Georgia, because Brian Kemp has got problems. I mean, problems. And the old boy GOP uh, in Georgia, they got some planning to do. And those darn MAGA people, it's like, yay MAGA, they aren't buying it. They're not buying it. So yes, you've got a lot of primaries coming. And yes, I mean, Florida's going to be kind of one of the late ones because the Florida primary is August the 2nd, but I don't think Governor DeSantis really has too much to worry about at this point, but you always got to, you know, watch out and be careful because they might have tried some kind of October or whatever surprise. So, my friends, I guess in black and rant for a Monday is coming to a quick close. But I just wanted to say thank you once again for listening. Please check us out at inblackandright.net. You can also check us out also on our social media pages, on Getter, on Rumble. Like and subscribe for our videos. And everything else uh, you can find at inblackandright.net. Just go to our media connection page. And like us and follow us also on Instagram and Facebook. So for now, my friends, let's have ourselves a great week. Tons of blessings to all of you. And always remember that patriots come in all colors.